Welcome back to the Torchbearers Podcast, where we are carrying the testimonies of Jesus from generation to generation to uncover the depths of God's nature, character, and values. We pray that in each episode, the Holy Spirit inspires greater expectation of God's active presence in our lives. In Christ, we are loved, worthy, and qualified to know the Father and receive the good things He has for us. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Torchbearers podcast. We are so excited to be here again with you all. And we have some very special guests in the booth today. First of all, my son Brave is here with us. And you might hear him. He might have things to contribute. And that could be really fun. And, of course, we have our amazing co-host and producer Lauren with us. What's up, everybody? And finally, we have my college bestie. Her name is Keely, and she is with us as well. Hi, guys. So happy to be here. Yeah, we are so excited. I'm so excited to have Keely on the podcast. I mean, as soon as I dreamt up this idea with God, I had a list of people, and Keely was definitely on it. And I met Keely my freshman year. We were in the same college small group uh, at our at our in our college ministry at church and we didn't know each other but we ended up praying for each other like the first day we met and it ended up with both of us in tears and it turns out a lifelong friendship so brave agrees and Kaylee, we are we're so pumped to have you um would you share just a brief introduction to our listeners of who you are and what you're up to. Okay, um, my name is Keely. I um, live in Waco, Texas, here with my husband, Will. We went to Baylor. We met at Baylor, and now we still live in Waco. Um, and I currently work for an apparel brand um, called Sendero Provisions Co., and I am one of the designers. So I get to design clothes, which I went to school for fashion design. And so I am living my dream, getting to design clothes in a really fun place. Um yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, that's awesome, Keely. Go ahead and take us into your story or testimony of Jesus and how you've seen him move in different ways in your life. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so I am from Denver, Colorado, and I grew up in a Christian home. I am the third of five siblings. So I'm the middle child, middle girl through and through. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Both my parents were on Young Life staff, so I grew up in and around Christian circles all the time, going to Young Life camps, Young Life clubs, um, and I ended up, so I've always known about Jesus, um, but as I grew up in middle school and high school is really when, I would say high school is when my faith truly became my own. Um, I just like started to fall in love with Jesus in high school. Um, I started leading wildlife. I got to walk alongside middle school girls um, and share the gospel with them. And that is when I really felt like I was all in for Jesus was getting to show these girls like what life could look like life abundant and looks like when you follow Jesus Um, it doesn't make life easy always, but, um, it is really fun. Um, but my junior year of high school, one of my good friends died, um, by suicide and it was really hard. And it was the start of a lot of tragedy, um, in my life. 
Um, since like that year, I ended up there were. I'm oh, sorry. In the year following his death, um, we had multiple suicides at my high school, and it was really hard. Um, with my friends taking their lives and then the girls that I led that were in middle school, their friends taking their lives. We just like walk through a lot of deep and hard, painful things. And it left me questioning like, God, where are you? Where are you in this pain? I feel alone. Um, yeah. And a lot of, there felt like a lot of hopelessness, but after high school, I came to Baylor um, and I was really excited to be in a new place, but I was also really nervous. Um, I was like, excited to find, make new friends that like loved God. Um, but being away from home is really hard. And so I got plugged into church here in Waco very quickly. Um, and I just really wanted deep community and Lexa and I met <laughs> my first week of freshman year, maybe second, um, in life group. And we just, our little group of people just started to go deep with each other and deep with God. And, um, I got plugged in. Um, so when I really started to fall in love with the Holy spirit and I just started learning, like I had known Jesus my whole life and I had, read the Bible and he was real to me, but in college, I just started to fall in love with the Holy Spirit. Um, and one thing about me is I am an Enneagram four. So I'm a big feeler. I love to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is a great, <laughs> a great release. Um, but also it's being an Enneagram four can be hard because you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders all the time. And so yeah. being away from home, trying to find deep friendships, make deep friendships, which don't come easily. Yeah. It takes time to find and make deep friendships. They don't just happen overnight. Um, I quickly started believing a ton of lies about myself, about what God said about me. And it would quickly turn into, I would feel alone or forgotten and it would quickly turn into a deep spiral especially at night when I would try and go to bed um yeah and it just was really hard for me and I just like as I was falling in love with the Holy Spirit I also started having these mental battles constantly of um, like who am I who does God say I am um totally. Um, yeah. And like, while trying to navigate, like living in a new place and making friendships, it was really hard and challenging. Um, and I just started becoming very controlled by my emotions. It felt like they were very overwhelming and would take over, um, that like I would be up for hours in the night or I would not be able to fall asleep or I'd wake up and I have a great day and then the afternoon would get hard and then I'd have to t take a nap because I was up all night and then it just like was a spiral that felt like it would never end um and so 
I was in community and I was in a life group and we started doing this thing called declarations. Um, yes. And this was something that was life changing for me. Uh, declarations is like basically taking scripture and declaring them over yourself, declaring truth over yourself that you don't, even when you don't feel it. So yeah. I started writing like every day I'd be like, okay, I am tired of being controlled by my emotions and feeling this way. So every day I would sit down at the beginning of the day with my Bible and my journal. And I would write second Timothy one, seven saying he has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And I was like, I'm declaring over myself that I have a sound mind that he has created to me, created me to have a sound mind. Yeah. And I would, I just started daily um, declaring different truths over myself because I was like, if I believe that God is true and the word of God is true and active, then like these things have to have power. Yeah. They have to, something has to change because I cannot keep living like this, like this turmoil and then like being good and everything feeling great. And then everything feeling terrible. It was just so like taxing and like defeating of like, Mm -hmm. Oh yes, Lord is doing these things in my life, but Oh, the enemy is like getting me again. Um, Yeah. That's like an up and down roller coaster coaster that you could not get off of. (laughs) Yes. And like, I love, because I'm in Ingram for, I love to feel all the things greatest joys and the deepest sorrows but like to be on a constant roller coaster is not fun still exhausting (laughs) it's so exhausting um and so that's like kind of how my whole freshman year went too of like I had friends all my friends rushed in the sorority and I didn't so it was like another thing that made me different another thing that I things I don't get invited to where I could feel forgotten like it was just like time after time, but I felt like the Lord had asked me not to rush. So it's like, Lord, I'm like doing things you're asking me, asking of me, but I'm still feeling these things. Um, there were many times like that my freshman year of like, Lord, you asked me to be a young life leader. So I didn't rush, but like, this is hard and this sucks. <laughs> I don't have friends because of it. Um, Did you know that was going to happen, God, when you asked me to do that? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, but still being like, but you asked me to, so I'm choosing to be obedient. Mm. Um, and then the summer after my freshman year, I went to Guatemala and it was so hard, but so great. And it was another one of those things where it was not totally what I expected. I didn't have, I was a nanny while I was in Guatemala for our pastor's kids. And I, wasn't with the team very much. I watched their kids a lot, which was my job, but I spent every afternoon during nap time, um, with God and in the secret place. Um, and I spent a lot of time alone with God and not in corporate gatherings, not with everybody. Um, but that summer he had taken when I got to Guatemala, the Lord was like, this is going to be a time where you get to spend a lot of time with me. And with that, I want to, he like removed my ability to cry, which is really wild. And I didn't really even realize it at first, but like could not cry. Nothing made me cry. I wasn't numb, but like my, all of the swirling emotions were just gone. I like the Lord said to me, I've created emotions and they are a great thing. 
but they were not created for you to fall victim. They were created to them. They were created to enhance and beautify life, not hinder the life you are living. Um, And that we are created to not fall victim to our emotions, but to be victorious in our emotions. Um, Yeah. And so I just, the Lord started walking me through, like I created emotion and they are a great thing. Like joy and sorrow. They are things that Jesus has felt and they are good things. But when they are what control you, instead of you controlling them, they're just hurting you. And they're, and so I just started making tea tables in my journal of like one side, I would write a lie. And the next I would write a truth. Like the declarations I was declaring, I was like writing lies, renouncing them with truth. And as I would do that, the Lord would show me that like, he is still with me in it. And our, I learned that like our identity is not based on our emotions and our emotions don't actually dictate the character of God. That's as I sat with him in the secret place that like I experienced his peace. I experienced his love for me and that he is steady and he is faithful. Um, that the world is still beautiful and there are so many great things about it. But when our emotions overtake us, it, makes it really hard and it's not based on our emotions and our emotions don't actually dictate the character of God. And as, since he removed my ability to cry, um, which like I liked doing, but it also was leading me in those dark spirals that like, I got to experience the steadiness of God in that. And like, I got to still experience the presence of God and his character even without those emotions in play. Yeah. Um, and I got to experience his nearness and his peace. And I got to see his faithfulness in that. Um, yeah. It's beautiful. And it's really powerful stuff. Like, I think so many of us, can easily struggle with that battle in our minds that you're talking about, which is why Mm -hmm. I I love that Timothy verse of God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And it seems like the Lord was really teaching you to dig into that sound mind aspect of that's what he's giving you, but he was teaching you how to like control it and how to rein it in and how to not let emotions, which are good and beautiful things and they help us experience the fullness of life uh, but they also can be misleaders and um, just allow us to focus on them instead of what God is doing in the midst of it and I just I love the way that he was meeting you in the secret place when you were in Guatemala and um, just yeah the way that he was teaching you that your identity is not based on your emotions and your emotions and how you're feeling. It doesn't necessarily dictate the character of God. Um, yeah, I just I think it's so like him to tell you that we are meant to be victorious in our emotions instead of being victim to them. I feel like that allows us as believers to like 
stand firm instead of feeling like we're standing in quicksand, you know, like we're able to stand on something steady. And when we realize that steady thing is God himself, then it takes so much of the pressure off, you know, and it's like, oh, he's got me. Like if I'm feeling high, if I'm feeling low, just that steadfastness of God is what I feel like you're emphasizing that, man, he's going to take you through it no matter what you're going through. And what a beautiful thing. I love it. Yeah. And one of the things I remember from that time too, was like my friends, everyone around me, like experiencing the Holy spirit and God in these crazy radical outward expressions. And, um, in so many different ways. And I remember being like, God, that's not me. Like, yeah. I'm not experiencing the way, experiencing you the way these people are talking about you and experiencing you in these crazy encounters. And I remember the Lord just being like, Keely, like, I created you and I know that you couldn't handle if I encountered you in those ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I encounter the Lord in the quiet and the stillness. He speaks tenderly to me in the when I choose to like sit and be still because of all of the emotions that I feel all the time Yeah, that he doesn't, he can't encounter me in that way or he doesn't encounter me a lot of times in that way because that's not different than how my brain is going. Right. It's not an interruption. I, I love that concept too. Like God knows exactly how to meet you in the way that you need him, even if it doesn't look the way that he's meeting other people. Like, for example, Keely, for our listeners, Keely is the one who taught me how to be in touch with my emotions and taught me that it's okay to cry and that crying's a good thing. And now I'm a lot like Keely in the sense that if I haven't cried for a few days, I know something's probably wrong because I'm probably feeling a little bit too numb. So Keely's Keely taught me how to feel emotions, but that's not my... That's not my normal. Like when God encounters me in powerful ways, oftentimes, not always, I end up in tears in a puddle on the floor. And that's just how he knows that he needs to break through to my heart because it is an interruption to my daily life. And I love that it's the opposite for you. And he knows that like you need Mm -hmm. that stillness and that steadiness because your day to day is full and vibrant, but it's got everything going on and it's swirly and it's up and down and it's beautiful and full of color, but it's that still place where he meets you in secret. And he's like, Keely, it's, it's me again. Let's talk. You know, like how beautiful of him to just be so individual with each of his children. Like what a big God who comes so close and personal. Yeah. And it's totally in his kindness yes. too, of that we get to experience his kindness and like he created us. So he knows what's best for us. And so totally. we get to experience him in that way. Um, and I know I need to spend time with God when it's been a few days and I'm feeling like everything's <laughs> chaotic around me. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, I haven't just stopped and been like, okay, Lord, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times I drive in my car with no music on because it's a simple way for me to be still and quiet Mm. and be like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? Or is there like a song in my heart? I start singing or it's just a simple way for me to daily be like, okay, Lord, I'm here. I'm listening. 
or like I just start praying in my car because right. I am driving in silence. Right. Um, and it so it doesn't always look like sitting and reading my Bible in a quiet room. Yeah. A lot of times it looks like sitting or driving somewhere in silence by myself, like driving to work every morning, driving home from work every day. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really in the quiet and the stillness that like I've experienced that he is steady. Mm. Uh, he's not a God of chaos. No, he's when not. I feel like the world inside me, inside my body is chaos. Um, that he is steady and he steadies me. Um, and that's when he really speaks to me. It's so beautiful. What a great practical, too, of like, hey, it doesn't have to look like you getting a hot coffee and sitting down with your Bible and journal for 45 (laughs) minutes to hear the voice of God or to be in his presence. Although that's beautiful, but sometimes, if especially when life is feeling chaotic, that's such a great practical to just be like, hey, you're probably going to drive somewhere today. (laughs) Why don't you take some time and like... Just be still with him and experience the steadiness of God in the midst of all that chaos. That is totally his kindness. I love that. God is so steady. He's definitely not a God of chaos. That's so good. If, he, if you're experiencing chaos, everyone, it's probably not him. <laughs> and he's going yes. to work through it and he's going to reveal himself to you in it. Just like Keely's been sharing, but... Man, that's yeah. such a good thing about his character is he is so, so steadfast. Yeah. I am. And if you're, go for it. If please. you're experiencing his chaos, I highly recommend declarations. Um, so good. Finding Bible verses um, to declare truth over yourself. Yeah. There, I go in seasons of doing it daily and then other seasons where I don't. And then when my life starts to get chaotic. I'm like, okay, it's time for some declarations, time to declare some truth over myself. Because even though I'd like to say I'm like perfect at it, um, we're all human. And I definitely go in seasons of needing to remind myself and have the Lord remind me that he is steady. And when I feel anxious and overwhelmed, that like he is with me through it. And so then I'm like, time to do the, get the declarations out. Write them out on your back. Them out of my ear. Yes. Make it the screensaver on my phone. Whatever I got to do to be like, okay. For these five minutes, I'm going to declare this over myself, and I'm going to declare it until I believe it. Yeah. I love that you brought it back to those declarations. I remember being in a discipleship group with Keely our freshman year and seeing declarations, just being introduced to the concept for the very first time. And I remember reading these sentences like, I am my father's daughter. I have his DNA. Like, that's about me as like the daughter of God. But I just remember seeing these phrases like, I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And these are things that I've memorized and I'm rolling off my tongue right now because I said them so much my freshman and sophomore year. And I mean, I can attest they are so powerful. And it's because that, it's because when we declare scripture, which is the word of God, it's living and active, it's going to produce that fruit in our hearts, and in our lives. And because we are children of God and because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, when we say things out loud, it actually has power. Like the Holy Spirit loves to partner with truth, especially when we say it in faith. I think that like really honors him. And he like partners with that truth and produces that power and the fruit for transformation in our lives. And yeah, I I remember I did those T-charts, the truth and the lie T-charts <laughs> with Keely. We did them. We compared them. 
we <laughs> did the declarations. It's it's really good to root out those lies and declare that truth and let that be what reigns in our hearts. Such a fun season to look back on too and so good of God to bring us back to when we need when we need that truth to be be reigning in our lives. He always reminds me, he's like, hey, remember, remember declarations? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I really remember this tool. I, I, I have that tool. I can use that. Yeah, for so sure. Good. Going through some old journals um, and praying for today. And I was like just finding T-charts after T-charts and like declarations. Yeah. And like I would even back after like I declared things and being like, on this like because some of them were even like promises that like I wanted to believe for and things I was contending for and I would go back and write like on this day whatever like answered mm-hmm. prayer or oh, stuff like wow. that um and so it has been a really cool thing to like use and like see the things I was praying for when I was 18 19 to like where I am now and like the Lord has answered so many of those prayers um just from a simple tool like declarations I think what I love, too, about the idea of using these tools, like the declarations and the T-charts, is we get to see the character of God. Not only do those tools produce fruit in our life, but we get to see his character and his nature when we realize that he's given us these tools. And these tools actually work. And he gave them to us because he loves us and he wants us to be victorious, like what you were saying earlier, I think. I love that yeah. these all these tools, they don't replace God. They point no. us to him, you know? Yeah. And they help us be victorious. So good. And not fall victim. Yeah. And they really have, like, enhanced my life yes. in some ways. And by being, by the Lord teaching me how that, like, emotions aren't meant to control me, that I'm actually able to control them because of the truth of God and who he has created me to be and how he has created us to experience emotion that like, I actually, my life is more beautiful because Mm. of how he has taught me Mm. to take power over my mind and have a sound mind and live with a sound mind. Um, and like walk in the peace of that. Yeah. It's been really sweet. I love it. Keely, if you could say, this is going to put you on the spot, but if you could say one thing to someone who maybe is experiencing what you were experiencing, which is that roller coaster of emotions, what would you say right now, just like as a piece of encouragement to them? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say if there's hope for you that you don't have to live on a roller coaster forever that um that's not what the lord has for you forever um but there is there can be a light at the end of the tunnel where he can give you his peace Mm. um and this oh my gosh i wrote down this verse today that it stuck out to me um it's psalm 84 6 this first part uh passion translation It says, even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others find only pain. He gives them to them a brook of blessing filled from the rain of an outpouring. Mm. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward. And the God of all gods will appear before them in Zion. Um, 
and I, another version says, and they will walk through valleys of weeping and it will become a place of refreshing springs. Wow. Um, and I just really love that, like, when the tears and the emotions were, like, the root of the pain and really hard, now when I get to cry, there's actually so much freedom. And when I cry, it's like the Lord is refreshing my soul in a new way. And, like, a lot of times the tears are cleansing, whereas before it was, like, an emotional roller coaster. Um, but now they get to be a place of refreshing spring. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Scripture right there. (laughs) It is beautiful. Kaylee, thank you so much for jumping on and sharing about what God has done in your life and how he's revealed himself to you as steady um, in the midst of lots of high and low emotion and how he taught you that it's actually a beautiful thing when you partner with him to control those. So I was just wondering if you would be willing to pray for our listeners to experience the steadfastness of God. Um, Yeah. Would you be willing to do that for us? Absolutely. Um, Lord, just thank you for today. Thank you that we get to have conversations about you and your character and the truth that you are and the truth that emotions are a thing created by you. They are a good thing. Um, and that you want us to experience emotion, Lord. Uh, just pray that we would be, you would give us not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Um, would anyone that's riding an emotional roller coaster, Lord, would you just stop them in their tracks and in this quiet stillness? Would you just speak tenderly to them? Um, yeah, and would we just get to, would they get to experience the steadiness that you are um, and that life doesn't have to be an emotional roller coaster, um, but we can be victorious over our emotions um, and we can experience your peace, Lord. Um, yeah, we love you, Jesus. Thank you for all that you have done in <laughs> and through my emotions. Um and that our emotions don't dictate your character. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So beautiful. And Thanks. Keely, thank you so much again. We we loved having you on here. And we are sadly all out of time for today. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, I hope you really were ministered to by the Lord as Keely shared about the steadfastness of God and how God is steady. He's not a God of chaos, and He helps us to be victorious in our emotions. We hope that you are encouraged that as children of God, you are loved, worthy, and qualified to know the Father and receive the extravagant blessings He has for you. Come back next week to learn more about the nature, character, and values of God.